I'm Sharon Batters. Thank you so much for joining us on our journey to Christmas with the midwives of the Messiah. This is the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And this week in our Christmas series, we are getting to know Rahab. We're getting inside her skin, learning more about her, this woman who is often called Rahab the harlot in scripture, but she is listed in the genealogy of Jesus. And she has a gift that is reflected in her life that cannot be broken. And that's what we're thinking about as we journey to Christmas. What gift do we need, each of us, that cannot be broken? Today's devotional is called A Safe Place for Rahab. And today's treasure is from Psalm 18, verse two. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. In keeping with their promise to Rahab, after winning the battle of Jericho, the young men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and mother and brothers and all who belonged to her And they brought out all her relatives and put them outside the camp of Israel, as we read in Joshua 6, verse 23. I wonder if Rahab understood that she was trading a position of status and power for a tent outside the camp. Imagine the conflicting emotions that filled not just Rahab, but the women of Israel as Rahab the harlot set up housekeeping outside the camp of God's people. Rumors about this streetwise madam must have flown from woman to woman as they watched her unpack her colorful garments and exotic treasures. However, at some point, according to Joshua 6 verse 25, Rahab the harlot began living in Israel. What happened? Who befriended Rahab? I like to believe that among the women of Israel, there was at least one who took a deep breath, packed up a basket of stuffed crepe leaves, Syrian bread and kibbe, and resolutely walked the pathway to the door of this strange woman's tent, determined to embrace and welcome her into the family of God. Maybe it was one of the mothers of the spies whose lives Rahab saved. My husband is full-blooded Lebanese. His grandparents, as they say, came over on the boat. My first introduction to his family gave me a glimpse into a very different culture than my own. I loved when their relatives came to visit. I looked forward to the loud storytelling, uproarious laughter, and delicious foods. After Chuck and I were married, my mother-in-law taught me how to make some of Chuck's favorite Lebanese foods. We spent hours at her kitchen table, drinking coffee and sharing stories. She welcomed me as her daughter. I like to imagine a godly older woman taking Rahab under her wing in a similar way. Not only would she teach Rahab how to prepare Israeli foods, but more importantly, she would teach her about Yahweh in such a way that Rahab fell more deeply in love with him. By embracing Rahab, other women would welcome her as well. Of course, the scripture does not give us these details, but we do know that Rahab married Salmon, son of Nashon, and through her marriage, Rahab became a princess in Israel and a critical link in the birth of our Savior. And O Father Yahweh, our covenant-keeping God, the God of heaven and earth, how we need you as our protector, shield, and safe place. Thank you that when we know Jesus as Savior, 
we can trust you to create a safe place for us in your presence and lead us to a place of safety with your people. Well, friends, I'm Sharon Betters. And uh, as I said before, if you've been hanging around that Daily Treasure podcast for very long, you know that on Wednesdays, I announce to you our latest and most helpful Help and Hope podcast. And today I want to introduce to you Katie Shack. Katie has written a book called Everything is Not Fine. And, you know, so many times people will ask us, how are you doing? And our immediate response is fine, I'm fine. Even though we may be carrying a huge burden, uh, a dark secret, a deep grief, something that we are holding tight inside of ourselves because we don't want people to think we have weak faith or that we can't handle what's coming our way. Well, Katie and I talk about this. Katie talks about how She had to hand over her little baby to strangers for uncomfortable and scary tests. She had to wait for the outcome of those tests, knowing that it may not be what she was hoping. Her son, Shepard, was born with multiple medical issues along with a rare disease. And in this conversation, Katie shares when she realized that saying everything is not fine was not a sign of weak faith but could actually be a sure sign of dependence on the Lord. Katie uses humor and transparency to share her story of learning what it means to trust the Lord when life isn't fine and how her relationship to Him grew deeper because of her willingness to admit her struggle to surrender to His purposes, especially for her son. I believe this conversation is for everyone, but I think especially those families who are called to raise special children who require lots of extra care as they take their parents into unknown territory where fear could destroy them. I think those families will especially appreciate the message that Katie brings. She brings a fresh perspective on how such a journey can be filled with unexpected eternal blessings. So go to helpandhopenow.org, click the Help and Hope link, and look for my conversation with Katie Shack called Everything is Not Fine.